Mindfulness Mode Special Edition, The Key to Mental Toughness. As he was going through that inhumane pain and suffering, in that moment, he decided that he was going to actually use this suffering. Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness here on Mindfulness Mode with me, your host and Mindfulness Life Coach, Bruce Langford. Hey, Mindful Tribe, I hope you're you're doing okay as we're moving through this pandemic. And, you know, I've been checking in with you every couple of days to, to help you along with things. And today I'm really excited to help you because I have an expert on the line, an expert at mental toughness. And man, if it isn't mental toughness that's going to get us through this, I don't know what it is. I know meditation, I know spirituality, and all of those things will help us, but he's an expert in those areas too. So I'm super excited to tell you that I have a guest with me that I have interviewed before. I have Manny Via. Hey Manny, are you in mindfulness mode today? Absolutely, Bruce. I'm so excited to be back here. It's been quite a few years, I think. And the last time we talked, we talked a lot about meditation and mindfulness. And today we're going to embark on a new journey, I believe, which is uh, helping everyone through this crisis, through what is, I think, the most important thing that will help us all through this crisis, which is mental toughness. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think mental toughness is going to be extremely important for all of us as we as we move through all of this that's for sure and i know that you've been studying this for for some time and of course you have your your uh, website 2000 books your business you've been working on this for some time and you've read practically every book ever written on mental toughness i think and i think that's amazing you know that you have and you've been meditating for 20 years as well haven't you yeah, uh, more than 20 years now, probably 23, 24. I guess the last time we talked, it was around 20. So that's been that long since we talked. Right. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been meditating for a long time. And I, as you know, Bruce, I used to be an engineer. I used to be a computer engineer. I used to be a physicist. I, I spent a lot of time as an engineer. And one of the things I did or I, I've been doing over the last five years is ever since I started 2000 books, I've been studying books. I've been literally reading books, the greatest books on personal development and business and summarizing the knowledge from those books into concise videos. And that's where mental toughness comes in. I literally studied the greatest books that are out there on mental toughness, whether it's stoicism, whether it's warrior mindset, Navy SEALs, psychotherapists, anything, anything you name, I studied them all in order to bring together the knowledge from all of these distinct sources to come together to, to kind of talk about mental toughness in a, in a more comprehensive way rather than just one view, rather than just saying it's an Eastern philosophy or Western philosophy or something along those lines. Yeah, I'm just so impressed because I know it was 2017 when we talked before. It was May 2017, and your episode was episode 220. So Mindful Tribe, you can check it out, mindfulnessmode.com slash 220. But the exciting thing is that in three years, you have come just such a long way because back then you were reading seven books a week and you were learning these ideas and you were uh, 
putting them together and making them so that they were usable for people. And you were doing incredible things back then. And now in three years, you've made this available for others. I think that's where you've come, isn't it? You've made all of this information that you found from these many, many, many books on mental toughness available for others. Isn't that right? That's right. And Bruce, right now, I think the need for the hour, as we're talking about today, like as we're going through this pandemic, through this crisis, every day I think about how mental tough, like how we can employ the strategies of mental toughness, how we can employ different mental toughness strategies to become better, to become stronger, to rise up to the challenges of life. Like just today, I, I was talk, I was thinking about a book. Uh, the book, uh, you probably read the book. I'm not sure. It's Tony Robbins' book, Awaken the Giant Within. And in that, oh, yes. he talks. Yeah. And uh, I summarized that book. And one of the one of the most important pivotal concepts that we can all use right now in the middle of this crisis is the idea of power questions. Let me explain that. You see, our life is dictated by the questions we are asking ourselves. We're all asking ourselves questions, whether consciously or subconsciously. Now in the middle of this crisis, most people are asking themselves, how bad will it get? Or how will I, you know, will I be able to survive this? Or will I lose my job? Will I lose my business? Will I be able to take care of my loved ones? People are asking what I would call disempowering questions. Now, the problem is when you ask such questions, your brain is a faithful servant. So it comes back with answers on how, how bad will it get? Well, the brain will tell you how bad will it get? And you ask yourself, um, what if I am unable to take care of my loved ones? Well, the brain will give you answers on what if you're unable to take care of your loved ones. And if you ask yourself, what if I lose my business or my job? Well, you will answer those questions. You will find answers for those things. Mm -hmm. And as a result, you will go down the wrong pathway. Wow. We don't want to go there, do we? We don't want to get absorbed in the panic and the, the fear of what could happen. So yeah, I'm glad you're pointing this out. So what do we do instead, Manny? Yeah. And, and Bruce, here's the thing. 99% of people are doing this subconsciously. They're yes. asking these questions to themselves subconsciously without consciously being aware of the questions that are running through their brains. So the key, as Tony Robbins says in that book, in Awaken the Giant Within, he says, the key is to change your questions. Literally, you have to consciously change your questions. So instead of asking those disempowering questions, you have to ask yourself empowering questions. Some of the questions I love to ask myself is, how can I improve on this situation right now? Another question I want to ask myself is, how can I win in this situation? How will this situation, how will this crisis turn out to be an advantage for me? Why will I win in this situation? Why will this turn out to be one of the greatest blessings of my life? You see, when you ask questions like that, you force your brain to come up with answers on that. And the simple distinction here is instead of asking those questions unconsciously, you make these questions conscious part of your thinking every day, every morning, every night, even write out these power questions for yourself and just repeat, ask, keep asking them. You don't even have to answer them. The more you ask these questions, the more your brain goes to work answering these questions for you. The more you keep asking yourself, why will I succeed in this crisis? Why will I win in this crisis? Why will I be able to succeed massively in this crisis? The more you ask questions like that, the more your brain gives you the answers in these situations that will take you to the next level. And that is a really, really, really powerful mental toughness hack. 
Yeah, it really is, Manny. And I, and I just love what you're saying because you know what? I know that. But at the same time, I still am aware that my mind is going to that other place also. So just being reminded of it and, and, you know, Tony Robbins is one of my mentors. I just, I've followed him for a long time. I love his books. I've, I've seen him live and I know these things, but I have to make them a part of my life every single day and not go into that other place, even though that's our, our natural tendency as human beings. So, so yeah, that's incredible that you're able to make this information such that we can absorb it and use it and uh, make it happen in our lives without having to read like 40 books, which you've read way more than that, but you've read yeah. these books, you have the concepts, and now how are you making them available for people? Well, we put all of that knowledge together in a course format so people can literally get all the summaries on different topics just directly from our website. Um, I mean, going back to that idea of mental toughness, the questions, right, the power of mm -hmm. questions, the key is we need to put that into our daily routine. We need to put that into our daily practice, whether it's morning practice, whether it's evening practice, we need to create a ritual out of these practices. We need to start literally writing these questions down on paper and asking ourselves these questions again and again and again. That is extremely powerful. Another book you and I were just talking about a while ago, which is Man's Search for Meaning. Oh, Probably one of the greatest book. books one of the greatest books ever written on handling crisis and adversity. Let me, let me give your readers or your listeners a quick overview of what this book is all about. Man's Search for Meaning is by this guy named Viktor Frankl, who was a survival, who was a survivor in the Nazi Holocaust during the Nazi Holocaust. He literally spent three years in the Nazi death camps of Auschwitz and Dachau. By the way, I went to Dachau. I actually saw the concentration camps there and it's wow. bone chilling, like just watching oh, that. Must have been. So yeah, um, Viktor Frankl survived those concentration camps and he lived to tell the stories of how he survived. And the book, literally, like he, one of the stories that's so poignant and I want to share it with your listeners, if you allow me to do that, yes, Bruce. Yes, please do, um, Manny. Yeah, he was, so one of the things that the Nazi uh, uh, Nazi guards or the Nazi military would do to the concentration camp prisoners was they would subject them, them to very inhumane torture for hours and hours yes. and hours at end. Very painful torture that Viktor Frankl would have to go, to go through very often. So one time as he was going through that inhumane pain and suffering, in that moment, he decided that he was going to actually use this suffering. So he started to think of himself as giving, he, he actually visualized himself as giving a lecture on the psychology of concentration camps and how to survive through crisis. He visualized himself giving a lecture in a warm room and through that from that vantage point, he could see this current experience of him being humiliated, him being subjected to such extreme inhumane things. He could view that as just another thing. So that suffering he was enduring in that moment had a lot of meaning to him. Suddenly he found meaning in the middle of that suffering. The meaning was that I am actually going to be using this suffering to share this knowledge with the world. 
I'm going to be using this suffering to share my findings with the world so the world will be better for it. And as soon as he did that, as soon as he did that, as soon as he found meaning in the middle of suffering, the suffering diminished dramatically because he, will, he was able to objectively look up the suffering rather than think of it as something that, uh, um, that was happening to me, happening to him in the moment. And that is one of the most important things we can all take away right now in the middle of this crisis, in the middle of this pandemic. What is the meaning? you are associating with your suffering because we're quote unquote, all suffering. We're all going through this downturn where economy is suffering, business is suffering, people are suffering, people are in lockdown. But what is the meaning you will associate with that? Here's what Viktor Frankl said in that, like here is the realization he had in the concentration camp. He said, suffering ceases to be suffering once you find meaning in that suffering. Yes. So if you want to transform your suffering right now, if you are struggling with everything that is going on, you need to find meaning in the suffering. You need to find meaning in this crisis. You need to find meaning is this, in this viral pandemic. Right. And we know that there are businesses that are thriving. We know that we can help each other and that there are ways that we can thrive because people have, there have been certain businesses and people that have always thrived through hard times. And we know we can now, but we just have to have the composure and ability to understand how to pivot into what we need, right? And uh, I just love what you teach. And I know I always ask a question about, you know, what does mindfulness mean to you and that kind of thing. I want to ask you, Manny, what mindfulness means to you in terms of mental toughness? Huh. So let me, let me tell you a quick story of my ordeals with uh, COVID-19. Yeah, please um, do. It's, it's a little bit of a a little bit of an ordeal. So on March, uh, March 20th, um, I decided to fly out to India. Uh, I live in San Diego, but I decided to fly out in India to India to see my parents. Why? Because India was going to shut down its borders by March 22nd. So literally right. I took the last flight out from us to India in order to come spend time with my parents. I did not want to be, I did not want to get stuck in U.S. while my parents were here in India. And they, if, right. they, if anything happened to them, I wanted to be able to take care of them. So Yeah, and I think that's imagine. so commendable, Manny, that you did that. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And the thing is, like, that when you are flying for 24 hours in the midst of a viral outbreak, wow, it is a pretty dangerous thing to do. Yes. Right? It's a very... Um, it's almost like you're putting yourself on the line for no good reason right now, right? You're mm -hmm. saying, hey, I'm going to take this chance. I'm going to fly all the way to India. I'm going to fly for 24 hours. I'm going to be in the airports. I'm going to go through all these checks and securities and crowded places and all those things and hope that I will not catch this virus. And I hope that I will be okay with all of that. But right. I took the chance. Why? Because to me, I had to live true to my meaning, to my purpose, to my values. And to me, taking care of my parents is one of my most fundamental values. Now, this idea is not, it's, it can be very remote to, to all of us, but the idea of living true to your values is a very fundamental truth to mental toughness. When, and for all of us, if we want to live, if we want to be truly tough, if we want to be mentally indestructible, 
we have to live true to our values. That is a fundamental requirement for mental toughness. And this is something that many great teachers have talked about, including Tony Robbins. He talks about how the importance of values in, in, the, in the idea of like becoming stronger and stronger every single day, even in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Stephen Covey talks about the idea of living by your values. Values are crucial for us to live a, li a life of mental toughness. Now, I took the journey. I, I embarked on the 24-hour journey, came all the way to India. I landed in the airport only to find that the, I had to literally go through eight hours of security and health screening with wow. people all around me. There were like 5,000 people in that airport who were literally like, for COVID right now, we're saying, you know, you need to be around six feet away from each other. In yes. the airport where I was kind of quarantined, people were... I couldn't even keep a foot away from each other. That's how bad it was. That's how packed it was. And in that moment, I was like, huh, I just surrender. Like, there's nothing I can do right now. Right. If I do get the virus, I do get the virus. That's what it is. And so be it. So I've spent eight hours in the Delhi airport going through this whole ordeal. And I came to Jaipur after that. Um, and only to find that I had fever. Oh, and wow. And now... Um, in India, the way it works is if you report fever and if you're coming from a different country where there is a COVID outbreak, they take you to the hospital to do your test. So right. I had to go to the hospital to do my test. Now, as I was in the hospital getting tested, the doctor said, by the way, we have to admit you in the COVID-19 ward, in the isolation ward, until we get your test results because now you're a threat to society. Right. Oh we cannot just let you go. And there's yes. police and everything. So you can't just run away from the hospital. They literally are like, you will be admitted to the hospital. You have to take the test. Once we get the test, if it's negative, you can go back. Otherwise, you're in the hospital. So here I am. I do my test. Like, they take my throat swab. They do my test. And then I'm in my, in my room all by myself with my thoughts. Right? And yes. my phone had almost run out of battery. And I'm not going to ask anyone from home to bring me my charger. So here I am staring out of the window of that room, thinking about everything that had happened. Right. right. And in that moment, as I was thinking about everything that had happened, everything that had transpired, and I was like, man, if I have COVID-19, if I'm positive on that, and if anything happens to me, this could be really, really, really stupid. Right. Mm -hmm. And as I was thinking through that, I actually came to understand a very fundamental, like I was really troubled. I was in turmoil with everything that was going through in my brain. I was like, man, this is so stupid. I could have stayed away. I could have been in San Diego and, mm -hmm. you know, my parents would have been fine. All of those things are going on. But in that moment, you know, I realized, I again went back to man's search for meaning as I was thinking about it. And the idea of suffering ceases to be suffering when you find meaning in it again came back to me because as I was suffering through that, I realized the meaning of all of this. You know, I had lived true to my principles, to my morals, to my values, and I had done everything in my power to do what my mission was, which was to take care of my parents. If I, if after doing everything in alignment with my values, I still failed at it, at least I will never regret that I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Right. And that to me, I, I feel like finding that meaning totally calmed me down. Once I found that meaning, I stopped fighting that situation. I didn't really, I didn't feel feels harassed by that situation anymore. I was calm. I was like, okay, I did it because this is what I had to do to take care of my parents and whatever comes of it, I will face it with all my courage. Courage is one right. of my fundamental values I live by. And I was like, this is what it's going to be. I'm going to face it. And 
I'm not going to let myself uh, feel feel stupid or crazy or bad about this whole thing because I did what I had to do in this moment. Suffering had found meaning for me. So all of that stuff that Viktor Frankl was talking about actually is real. It's actually real for all of us. Not only that, right now for all of us, while we're going through this crisis, the suffering that we're going through you know, as we're thinking about oh, how bad it is, how horrible it is, and blah, blah, blah. Well, if we can find meaning in the suffering and fundamental, a simple, one of the simplest associations, simplest meanings we can all find in this is, this is going to make my character stronger. This is going to make me stronger. As soon as you can find that meaning, you will transform the suffering. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. What a story. What a story. And it's in a, in a way, it's great that India is so, so strict with their requirements. That's yeah. because that's what's needed through this, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And totally fine with that. I understood that is what was required. I was in isolation anyways at home. So I wasn't really excited about being isolated in a hospital when I was right. already being isolated at home. But again, like I, I surrendered to it. I said, this mm -hmm. is what it is. Fine. But I live true to my mission and that is what matters. So I think mental toughness has so many different flavors, so many different avenues, so many different ways of looking at it, so many different angles. Literally, when I summarized 40 of these greatest books on building mental toughness, like literally books on stoicism, some of the greatest stoic philosophers have been talking about mental toughness forever. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Marcus Aurelius. Yes, I am. Uh, Yes, we all are, right? Yeah. And he said something very profound. One of my favorite quotes of all time. He said, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. The mm. obstacle is the way forward. In the middle of this crisis, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. The obstacle is the way forward. This is one of my favorite ideas uh, from Stoicism, because what Marcus Aurelius is saying is that all these obstacles are actually the way forward. This crisis is the way forward. The obstacle is the way forward. This challenge, this situation, they're all the way forward. We all have to have the right perspective in order to handle this situation. And that will deliver, like that element of Stoicism is so important to understand because that will literally free us all from the grips of despair, from the depths of despair, if I may say so. Right. And I love that uh, the book by Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius Meditations. Yeah. yeah, that book is part of it. And and The Daily Stoic, which was written mm -hmm. by Ryan Holiday, that's a very powerful book. And that's part of your 40 books. Yeah, I literally, basically what I did was I summarized all 40 of these books, created a video course out of it. We have over 250 ideas on 250 mental toughness tips, tools, strategies, models to develop mental toughness. Now, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the way I look at it, Bruce. Uh, it's not like I cannot just tell you, hey, you need to be mentally tougher and tomorrow you will be mentally tougher. That's not how it right. works. You right. actually need to deploy tools. You need to understand mental toughness models and strategies in order to be able to develop mental toughness. Like the idea of asking questions to yourself and writing those questions and those power questions, that's a very important model. But if you are subconsciously running the wrong questions, you would have never changed that if I hadn't told you about it, right? And imagine 
that's the kind of stuff you need again and again every single day right now. So yes. what well, I it's like mindfulness. Is- yeah, it's like mindfulness. You can't just suddenly decide, oh, I'm going to be a mindfulness person. I'm going to practice mindfulness from now on. Well, you can begin, but it's a long journey. And with these 40 books, it would be a long journey to say, well, I'm going to read these 40 books on mental toughness. That would be a very long journey. But you've put this together in such a way that... Wow, man, it makes it incredibly easy to move very fast through the material so that you can you can grab the concepts and start implementing them right away instead of taking like two or three years to do it. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you, man. I know people read on the average a book a year or two books a year or five books a year, 10 books a year. So hopefully, uh, you know, when you get all of these summaries at one go, you're going to have leaps and bounds of progress right away. Let me share another story. I, I love these yeah. stories of mental Please toughness do. because they're just absolutely life-changing. Um, in the book, The Obstacle is the Way, Ryan Holiday talks about the story of George Clooney. Now, all of us know George Clooney as such a successful Hollywood actor, but you wouldn't guess that he actually had to pound a lot of pavements in the early days. He was rejected constantly, constantly getting rejected from Hollywood, from all the auditions. Now, all of us think of George Clooney as the ultimate star in Hollywood, but he was getting rejected all the time and he was down on himself and he would blame the system. He would, he used to think that Hollywood was corrupt and nothing works here. This is all stupid. He was always blaming everything around him. And then one day he had an epiphany uh, where he realized that the obstacle that he's facing right now is actually more of an obstacle for the producer because the producer who's trying to cast someone in this role, he wants to find someone quickly so that they can start the project. So instead of thinking of the obstacle as he has to convince the producer, he started to think of himself as the answer to the producer's prayers. He started to think think of himself as the solution to the producer's problem. He repositioned it. He changed his perspective on the obstacle in front of him. Instead of thinking of that obstacle as something that he had to overcome and he had to convince them, he changed that. And he said, hey, the producers have this problem and I am the answer to their problem. I am the answer to their solution. As soon as he changed that perspective, everything changed for him. He literally went from being a dead broke uh, guy who's going to auditions to becoming a superstar because suddenly he presented himself as such. Suddenly he came across as such to the world and the producers were able to tap into that vibe. They could associate, they could understand, they, they literally could feel that he was the solution to the problem. And this is so profound. This is so profound because in today's crisis, we just have to change our perspective. Right. And some people would say change their mindset. And that's what we talk about all the time on mindfulness mode is we need to change our mindset. How do we do that? How do we do that? And so many people struggle with it. You figured it out how to change your mindset because you studied these books intently. And I think it's so incredible that you were able to do something to move forward and make these concepts available to people so they can take advantage of the concepts without having to read through all of these books, which is yeah. is a pretty amazing achievement. Thank you, man. I, I, I truly appreciate, I, I like 
if there is anything I love to do, it is like simplifying concepts and distilling all of these concepts and sharing them with the world. The engineer in me wants to like, wants to break everything down, uh, get it to the essence and then share it with the world because I believe uh, all of this wisdom is locked into these books right now. Yes. All of this wisdom is locked into these books right now. We need to unlock this wisdom so people can right now more than anything else, I want everyone to be able to use these ideas so they can trans. I, I mean, yeah, so do we, I. what we talked about so far, we just touched, barely touched the surface of what mental toughness is all about. And I, I, I sincerely believe if someone just used one idea and put it to practice properly, like you just don't know which idea it is that's going to work for you or right. it's going to strike a nerve with you. But that is going to be worth tens or thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars for that person because it's going to change your complete paradigm on you know your you whether it's your life or your business or whatever it may be it's going to change the trajectory of your life if you just change the switch if you just you know switch on to the mental toughness way of life if you just realize this is a much more um this is the this is the most powerful way to live through a crisis this is the most powerful way to live through a setback or a crisis or a challenge or anything like that that's really important to understand yeah, yeah, it really is important. And uh, I know that your your course is absolutely awesome on mental toughness. So can you tell us how other people can get access to this? Sure. Uh, so, Bruce, uh, because uh, you're a good friend of mine, I, what I'm going to do, what I think uh, what we're going to do here is offer a discount to all the listeners who want access to this mental toughness course. And they can go to your website, uh, they can go to mindfulnessmode.com slash tough, as in mental toughness, tough, T-O-U-G-H. And there you will be directed to our course, the mental toughness course. And make sure to use the coupon code Bruce to get 40% off the mental toughness course, this course. And by the way, this is only applicable for the first 50 people who use it. I know you have a big audience, so we can't yes. just give away this discount to everyone. So first 50 people who grab it will get 40% off the mental toughness course. Let me just quickly give you a brief rundown of what's in it. So as okay. I said, 40 yeah. of the greatest books ever written on mental toughness, all of them are summarized in this course. We have over 10 plus hours of video lessons. And not only that, I offer a 180 day money back guarantee. Even in times like this, I'm going to double and triple down. Like I literally believe that people uh, should be able to use and apply these principles and never feel like, oh no, you know, what if my money goes to waste? No, 180 days to go apply these principles. If you don't like it, ask for your money back. So some of the greatest books on mental toughness, mindset, the obstacle is the way, 10 minute toughness, um, grit, man's search for meaning, the undefeated mind, meditations by Marcus Aurelius, Seneca's letters from a stoic, discourses by Epictetus, and, and Kiridion by Epictetus, uh, the upside of stress, like unbelievably good books that are all summarized um, books by Navy SEALs, books by warriors, book, bu books by MMA fighters, um, all sorts of books I have summarized in this package for you, whether you want to, you know, develop mental toughness, whether you want to build resilience, whether you want to overcome fear of failure and rejection, whether you want to handle adversity and turn fear into excitement and use stress to your advantage or perform well under pressure, become more courageous, Everything that
that you need to become mentally indestructible in life that's included. This is the world's largest library of the greatest mental toughness tips, tools, and strategies that are out there. So everything is in here. Just head on over to mindfulnessmode.com slash tough, tough, T-O-U-G-H, and use the coupon code Bruce to get 40% off this course for the first 50 people. Well, there's certainly no time in my life that I can ever remember people needing this more. That's for sure. We're going through a real challenge. And and I certainly realize that very, very sincerely that this is a time to be as mentally tough as possible. And a lot of us have to pivot. A lot of people have been you know, have worked in areas that have been really robust and and uh, very successful areas of business or life, and then all of a sudden, everything's changed. So there's no better time to have mental toughness than now. And I certainly appreciate you making this available to my listeners, Manny, for a discount. And I'll just repeat that URL, mindfulnessmode.com slash tough and then put in the coupon code bruce b-r-u-c-e in order to get 40 percent off and i sincerely thank you for that 40 percent off that's going to be incredibly helpful thank you manny you're welcome bruce i know times are tough i want to have people i want people to have access to this amazing knowledge amazing wisdom that's out there I believe one idea can change a person's life. I don't know which idea it is going to be for you, but one idea can take you from the depths of despair to the heights of glory, even in the midst of the biggest crisis. The greatest businesses were born in the midst of the greatest crisis. The greatest crisis, the greatest adversity will bring out the best from the strongest people, but it will bring out the worst from the weakest. So what side of history are we going to be on is the question. I totally agree. So Mindful Tribe, go to that website right now, mindfulnessmode.com slash tough. Put in the word Bruce for the coupon code and and get this, this information and get moving with mental toughness so that you can do what you have to do during this really challenging time. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much, Bruce. This has been such a privilege, such a joy to share all of these great ideas on mental toughness with the mindfulness more tribe and uh, hopefully we'll get to chat more about different ideas on different topics to help people through this journey yes i think we will i know we will and i want to just thank you again for being here and doing this to make this available because i just so admire you for what you've done and appreciate the fact that you've put this all together and you know i've been able to benefit from it and i know mindful tribe you will too so thanks again manny thank you thank you bruce and thank you mindfulness tribe right bye now bye Mindful Tribe, thanks for joining us again today. And like my friend Manny said, you know, this is the time to really, truly understand and practice mental toughness. So we all know what steps to take, where to move, how to make things happen from this point on. So I encourage you to go to mindfulnessmode.com slash tough. T-O-U-G-H, and then put in the coupon code BRUCE, B 
B-R-U-C-E, to get 40% off. So thanks again for joining us today, and we'll see you next time. Stay in the mode. <laughs>